Starting Parshas Lech Lecha, Vayerach, Ayesara. So we're introduced to the first one who's called our father. Gemara says, Einavas Alashlaisha, all of us have three Avas, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The first one, Avram Avinu. Mishnah calls him Avram Avinu, from our father. There's a, 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 the Svarim quote the Svarim, but it's a Yerushalmin Avodah the beginning of the second parak makes a startling statement. Listen to the statement. Rav Nachman says in the name of Rabbi Mana, The world can't exist with less than 30 tzaddikim of the caliber of Avram Avinu. Matam. Matam over here means what's the raya? Because next week the Pasuk says, Avram Avram will be Yiyah. Yiyah is the gematria 30. It's the Yerushalmi, it's a Chazal. The world will always have 30 tzaddikim of the caliber of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu. If you pay attention to the Psukim, to the Midrashim, of who Avram Avinu was to the Chazals, it sounds like an astounding statement. <clears throat> I don't have enough room over here, so I'm just going to quote. I jotted down a few, just a few things to think about it. Who was Avram Avinu? What did Chazal tell us? What did the Pesukim tell us about Avram Avinu? Avram Avinu gets a name change at the end of the parsha. I'm just speaking out these few Chazals just to bring out the Kasha. At the end of the parsha, Avram Avinu gets a name change from Avram to Avraham. Gemara Nadarim, Alamed Beis, the Gemara says, Avram is the Gematria 243. Avraham is the Gematria 248. Avram Avinu 243 means Avram Avinu before the Brismila had complete control over 243 of, of, of his 248 Avon. After the Brismila, he had control over his ears, control over his eyes, and control over his Makamamila. And from that point and on, a Yid could be in complete control. But that's what you know Avram Avinu was, the first thing, complete control. He was a Shailet over every one of his Avon, complete control. Avram Avinu is described in Sefer Yeshua as Ha'adam Ha'gadol Ba'anakim. The man, the greatest among giants. The Mari Kara over there on the Pasuk says, why the two Hays? Call him Adam Gadol Ba'anakim, a great giant. The Hay and the Hay, five and five equals uh, ten. <clears throat> five and five is ten. Avram Avinu became who he became, ten Nisiyanis, ten incredible Nisiyanis. Chaim Balazhina says, even though it seems like so many of those Nisyanas have been fulfilled, have been, so many didn't have gone through it. It's only because we Zerah Avram Avinu. So it's part of our gene pool, it's part of our genetic makeup. That's how we do it. Who's Avram Avinu? Complete control. Omed ben Nisayan after another Nisayan. Next week we're going to learn after the Shparuch is made. Now I know you're Yerei Elohim. Atta Yodati ki Yerei Elohim Atta. You're Yerei Elohim. Yeshaya Navi calls Avram Avinu the one who really loved Hashem. The one who really, Zerah, Avram, Ayavi, the one who loves Hashem. Umar at the end of Marcus is telling us, Heilech Tamim. Who is the Heilech Tamim? Who is the one who Mamish went to Tmimus with Hashem? Avram Avinu. Umar Manachas. Yava Yedid, Ben Yedid. Shlomo Amalekh is Yedid. Ben Yedid. You know who the Yedid is? It's Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the Yedid. Oh, but he didn't know how to learn. You know, he did. Avram Avinu, as Gemara says in Yuma, was Makayim Kalatar of Kula. Not only Teresh of all of Teresh of even Eir of Tavshilin. He figured it all out without a Sefer and without a Rebbe. That's how big Avraham Avinu, he looked, he looked at the Bria, he understood. 
he understood Alma. You see this in Velt, it must be this way in Torah. He figured it all out. says, wrote His Masechus says the Gemara had 400 prakim. The Sefer Yitzir that nobody here could figure out. And he, he possibly wrote that as well. It was a machabra svarim. Avram Avinu is chesed. His achnas is and He's giving us chakras. You name it. That's Avram Avinu. So the Gemara says. Yerushalmi says that the world can't exist without thirty tzaddikim like Avram Avinu. Really? Find me one. Ten dumplings. Find me one. Find me one like Avram Avinu. This kasha, I found the kasha. The kasha is in the Ayav Yisrael, from the Aftarav. And it, it's not, a, it's not on the parsha, it's in, in the Likutim in the back. Shabbos HaGadu. So in the middle of the piece, he brings from the Maggid of Brad. The Yidnu were Maggid, a Maggid Meshar, Maggid Meshar, and somebody would go around and be Mechasafar, and I'm a speaker, Rabbi Waxman, come to town and speak and talk. A Maggid Meshar. So Rabbi Ephraim, the Magid Mesharm of Brad, came with the following conclusion. And I, I'd like to develop some of the things that he, uh, that he speaks out here. But he says like this, we don't mean that there's any single person in the Dar who's on the caliber of, our, of Avram Avinu, and certainly not 30. But if we would take this room, how many people in the room? That's 150 people here now, roughly. We would take all of us and pool all of our Mycentism and all of our learning and all of our Amida Benisai and put that into one person. That would be a very, very, very big person. He says, Avram Avinu, 30 Avram Avinus means that all of Klal Yisrael will equal in any, in any dar the Mycentism and caliber if you accumulate it will create 30 Avram Avinus. And we'll talk about why we need to know that. Ach kavonas chazalu al klolus maaseim atayvim shoshishim riba miYisrael. You take six hundred thousand. That's the minimum amount of yidden. Six hundred thousand yidden, and you pool all of their ma'asim toivim. Yitzarfu v'yir shloshim tzadikim ka'avram mamish. You'll have at least that. Avram Avinu was incredible. We're not expecting not not even one. He asks the kasha. Says, find me one. There's not even one. But 30, if you combine, what an interesting yesai, that if you have a group of yidin that comes together, in addition to each one being an individual, and each person is an individual, but when a tzibur comes together, so there's a sum total, we create a new unit, and that new unit has power, that, is, that unit could have schusim of Avram Avinu. You have Avram Avinu in the room, so let's say we over here, if you take 600,000 and you divide that into 30, any actuaries in the room? Anybody know? 20,000. 20,000 20, yidin okay, are one Avraham Avinu. So there's no 20,000 here. But there were other tzaddikim. Maybe a Maharal we could get out of this. Out of, out of, maybe a Pnei Yeshua. I don't know. Maybe a Lamayim. There's a power when there's a tzibur that's together, that's united. Of course, each individual, I have my tafkid, you have your tafkid, each one has his tafkid, has his tachlis. But we're also here, we have a role, all of us play a specific role. Today is the yard site of Reb Shimon Shkaf. Reb Shimon Shkaf, the Rosh Hashiva of the Rosh Hashivas. 
pre-war Europe. Goyim Adir, Tzadik Nizgav, passed away on today's anniversary of his death. In the Hakdama of the Shari Yashar, one of Rav Shimon Svarim, Rav Shimon is talking about the clash, or what sometimes seems to be a spira, a, a dichotomy between Avas Hazulas, loving other people, and loving oneself. If you're in the desert and you only have enough water to save either you or your friend, who gets it? You! You get That's how we pass. You split it, but we pass from So that means you got to love yourself more than the other person. And then there's Avas Hazulas. And Rabbi Shimon Shkop says such a tremendous yisoy. He says it's not a stereo between loving yourself and loving other people. The question is, who are you? Identifying self. Let me explain. When somebody is a small person, somebody's a myopical, a small person, somebody's a baby, a child, a little child, a child thinks of one thing. A little baby, he's hungry, he screams. He's dirty, he screams. He could be waking up the whole house, that doesn't make enough to mean He cares about himself, about what he's doing, how he feels. You have adults who also are like that. The only thing that's important is their urge, their impulse, what they're in the mood of, what they want, how they like things. That's a very small person. He's an Ani. You know who he is? He's the guy who he sees when he looks in the mirror. That's it. Says Rup Shimon, when a person's a little bit more developed, he realizes, in addition to my growth, I have a neshama. And I've got to take care of my neshama as well. I'm not just this. I'm not just a stomach. I'm not just somebody who gives in to urges and impulses. There's more to me. I've got to take care of my neshama. When a person grows up a little bit more and he starts, he builds a family or has a family, so his ani expands. It's his wife, it's his children. The person's not married, his parents, his siblings. There's a sense of arthritis. I take what happens to them personally. Somebody hurts a sibling of mine, I, I, I get defensive. I care. Somebody's going through a bind. My ani is not just my stomach. My ani is not just me and my neshama. My ani is me and my family. Says Rup Shimon, when a person's a little more mature, a little more sophisticated, a little bigger, my ani is not only just me and my family, it's my tzibur, it's my shir, it's my yeshiva, it's my chaveirin, it's my community. If a person's really big, my chasidus, a person's even bigger than that, it's called Yisrael, right? I, I have a sense, I take it all personally, it's all me. I realize, says Rup Shimon, there's an Akdamata to Shariyosh, it's such, such a big Yesai. When a person's really big, where he feels that everything is, he takes everything personally. He's not selfish and small, and as long as I, I take care of myself and my personal needs and interests, and when I look at the needs of the Tzibor, that means, because it's also me. I realize I'm part of that. I belong to something. I, I, I'm an cotton Kula. He uses the love of self. The self is not selfish. Everybody's part of self. And I care. And I'll be mavater sometimes for my stomach. And even sometimes for my ruchnias. And even something for my family. Because it's good for the bigger me. And the bigger me needs. And if the bigger me has... We've mentioned in the past, and I don't know if old things, but we've mentioned the yisod of the svarna. The svarna says, "Cannot the same thing." In the beginning of Baal Loisla, 
He's going on the Pasuk by Matan Torah. Pasuk is in Yisrael. When we stood by Har Sinai, all of the people together said, Nasa Benishma. Who wants to know, why does the Torah have to say Yachta? Why not to say all the people said Nasa Benishma? And the Sephardah says, because it's a lie. There's no single person who could say, Kol Asher Dibar Hashem Nasa Benishma. Because you can't. Unless you're a man, a woman, a kind, a Yisrael, and everything in between. You can't. The only way you could do, you can't. There's no, no, but not, no. There's no one person who could do all Tariyat. How could anybody say, Kol Asher Dibar Hashem Nasa Benishma? Says the Svarna, but when it's Yachtav, together we could say Nasa Benishma. Because Eitan could do what I can't do, and Sender could do what Max can't do, and everybody all together. So we're together. We're together. It's a new unit. It's Mamash what we're saying. This is the Yesari of the Maggid of Bra. Together we could create Avraham Avinus if we're together. Together we could say Nasa Benishma if we're together. When there's a togetherness, when there's a wholeness, when we're not just thinking about self, but I like it better and my thing, it, it could be tremendous. Rabbi said, just before I go weiter, we have an in Shabbos. The reason we have in Shabbos is to try a fighting chance. We're together in the yeshiva. We come together. We're learning together in yeshiva. But in yeshiva, the nature of ours, where Bachem are a little older already, Bachem are moving on in life, <clears throat> Bachem are coming with their crew, with their clicks, with it. It's so crucial. First of all, it's healthier, it's better when you know everybody and people know you. We've spoken about that ad nauseum about being more comfortable with each other. It's, it's easier. I know the person next to me, and, and he knows me, and we, it's so much easier. We feel more comfortable. But it's so much deeper than that. We create a new entity. I'm so much more when I'm part of the seaboard. As I said before, could be, I don't know, if everybody in this room, all of our is together, maybe there's a Pnei Yeshua here. Maybe we equal a Pnei Yeshua. Maybe a Rashba. What do you say about that? Maybe? I don't know. Definitely something big. There's a lot of special people here. There's a lot of mysterious nefesh here. There's a lot of learning, a lot of Avodah Sashem. <clears throat> we, we become bigger. Obviously, if people have things for whatever reason, they have things and they have to, previous commitments and that. Everybody has their things they've got to do. But at least that it should be a question. At least it should be something that I'm, I really have to weigh. Because I could be jeopardizing this whole thing because I, if not for these kind of times when we get together, so when do we get together? When do I feel like I'm part of something? When do I contribute to something? I, if I go to this meal, it's going to be so much more gishmat. So what? So what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm always waiting for the punchline. Yeah. But here, you're part of a, part of a tzibu. You're building a tzibu. At least it should be a cheshmer. At least it should be a cheshmer. I can't be for a suda for an Einek Shabbos. I can't be for a suda, but at least for the tefillahs. Whatever I could do to feel that this is... <clears throat> I'm part of something. I'm part of something bigger. I, I, I would like to share with you the hemshach of this bar. That's really what I wanted to share. It's what I wanted to say. The importance of being, of, of being mishtatek, of not just only, and sometimes even in learning. Sometimes even in learning, be mavater from your learning, but I'm part of, doesn't mean not to become an Adam God, or doesn't mean to sacrifice. But being a part of a matzah, you become so much bigger. When you're part of something bigger than self, it's, you, you're bigger. 
Reb Shimon says small people are only themselves. That, that's a small person. He's good. The Ani expands and expands and expands and expands. I, I, I wonder if this, I don't know. I wonder if this is a Pshat Eliezer in this week's parsha is called 318. That's his name. The mockery of his name. Maybe that's a, he was 318. He was so big. He was, he, he was the equivalent of 318. 318 equals one Eliezer. Beautiful Yusai. In the parsha this week, there's a very dramatic war. Mamish, a whole parak of a war. <clears throat> if anybody doesn't stay in the dorm and wants a place to sleep, we would love to have you. With bed and with everything, and breakfast in bed, whatever you need, <laughs> we would love to have you here. Uh, everybody's always welcome to be in the dorm. Um, <clears throat> uh, a war. Yeah. <clears throat> a very, very dramatic war. Avraham Avinu goes in the middle of the night, the night of the Seder, we sing about it at the end of, in, in the Niritz, at the end of Al-Sadarim. Avraham Avinu goes and he chases and he's, he's there and he fights this war and he defeats the four world powers, defeats them. And we know, the Pasuk in Yeshaya talks about that the defeating of the enemy happened with straw and with, um, with straw and sand. And there's a machlokis in the Medrash, who's straw and who's sand. Rabbi Yudah says Avraham Avinu didn't have ammunition. He didn't have hand grenades, he didn't have swords. He didn't, he came with, 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 with soil and with straw. And when he threw the soil, the soil turned into swords. And when he threw the straw, it's in the Medrash Rabbah, the sword turned into, uh, swords, the, 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 when he threw the straw, it turned into arrows and killed, wiped them out. Rabbi Nechemia says that's not what happened. They threw swords, but by the time it came to Avraham Avinu, the swords turned into dust, turned into Avraham. They threw or, or shot uh, arrows, and by the time the arrows came, the arrows turned into, into um, straw. So it happens when you don't learn. You know. That's how you Avraham Avinu, did, it was one or the other. Rabbi Huda says this was from his end, the straw and the, and, and, and the offer. According to Rabbi Nechemia, it was on the receiving end. But listen to this chat. This is still the Maggid of God is doing the talk. Devorah Hanadiyah sings a song after she defeated the enemy together with Barak ben Abinayah. And she says the following, Im Yeraya Raim, Magen Im Yeraya Veraima. Maganim Yerai means, was there seen a shield or a raimach or a spear by Arvayim Elif Yisrael when there were 40,000 years? Can you hear that? Pasuk says, you couldn't even see a shield or a spear when there were 40,000 years. Mepharshim explained, she's referring to when B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain came to conquer Eretz Yisrael, there were 40,000 of them. They didn't need any spears, they didn't need any, any, uh, any shields. Somehow they were able to just do it. That's what it's referring to. Says Eliyahu Anavi, Matanat Ve'eliyahu, end of Perak Yud. Mikan Amru, this passage teaches us, whenever you have 40,000 Yidin that come together and go to fight a war, and you have two Talmidei Chachamen, it's as if they're holding a shield, and a spear, and they'll win the war. We have the recipe, you're gonna go fight a war, take 40,000 yen, two tamidah chachamen, 
and it will be the spear. You'll have a spear, a spear and a shield. Says the Magad of Brad. Based on what we learned before, what is the significance of 20,000 yidim? Somebody from the side of the room. 20,000 yidim equals one Avram Avinu. So what is 40,000 yidim? Two Avram Avinu. What is the role of a spear? That's what you use to attack. What is the role of a shield? To defend yourself against an attack. Two Avram Avinus means Avram Avinu either had the siyata vishmaya of the Afar and Kash when he was on the attack, or if it wasn't that, he had the siyata vishmaya on defending himself from. If you would have two Avram Avinus, you would have had both. If you go to fight a war with 40,000 Yidin, but what kind of Yidin? Yidin who's a, who accumulate to be an Avram Avinu. Those 40,000 equal to Avram Avinus. Then you have the mug and you have the shield, that's one Avram Avinu, and you have the spear, which is the other. Let's talk Lamaisa. When Yidin come together, again, they have to be miskabetiach, not just having Jews. When Jews come together and make themselves part of a tzibur and say, we're in it together, this power, both in terms of what we could do and accomplish, and also what we could hold ourselves strong against. There's so many things we're hearing in this world. There's a Melchemes HaYetzer that's raging. There's a Melchemes HaYetzer. The Torah is called Melchamta Shal Torah, accomplishing in Torah, understanding. There are wars. We're, we're busy. We're a bunch of warriors. There are things we need to do. Melchamta Shal Torah, Melchemes HaYetzer. And sometimes the war comes against us. When we're together, we're gaining both. When we come together, much stronger than self, much stronger than just each person alone. When I belong to a tzibo, when I belong to a group, I have my raimach, I have my mugging. I'm stronger. Not only do I have it, I've made sure that my friends have it as well. Have a beautiful shot.